choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony, I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class, so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? It's Kells. I'm back. This is Thanks for Asking Kells Podcast, episode 172. Um, yeah. Um, so little bit of background, so I, I, I told y'all that this episode might be late. It was going to be late, because I had uh, rearranged my schedule, and I was going to do this later in the week, but then the schedule got back rearranged to how it was, and I don't got time later in the week. So anyway, here we are. But I said I all that to say, I was going to do, the reason I wanted to reschedule this, because I wanted to, there's not a lot of stuff that went on, but, and so I wanted to have more topics, but that's fine. We'll just do this one, and if it's a Sure, sure, I'll, I'll make it up to y'all, but it might not be. Let's see what we can do. Um, first, yours and negritude is going out to Cardi B for her um, Global Citizens performance. If y'all saw it, I watched it in a restaurant on Saturday. Yo, Shorty is a star. Yo, we was in this restaurant with all kind of people, black, white, everybody. Everybody stopped and was like, oh, that's Cardi. One old dude was like, what's, what's her name? Her name is what? And we was like, yeah, I like her. That's a star. Everybody in that restaurant was watching Cardi, and everybody in the crowd, all them white kids and black kids and Puerto Rican kids, was just word for word. That's a star. That's I listen. I don't know if Sympathy and Payola was in the, was in the house, but I know Hits and Bops was in the house, and I know a star was on the stage. I don't know where Sympathy and Payola was. Maybe they was in the back of VIP. I don't know, but I, I didn't see them on the stage. All right, uh, yours in negative. Cardi B. So, um, so let me do this at the beginning in case I forget to do it at the end, but I will do it at the end again. So, every time I tell people I got a podcast, I send them the link, and then they ask me, do I have a webpage? And I say no. And then I was like, stopped and started building the webpage forever. But like, guys, like, I just, I don't know. My life is not set up for patience. Like, I am, the, there's a lot of different people in the world. I'm the kind of person, I have the vision. I know what I want it to look like. I know what I want it to do. But I don't want to have to do it. <laughs> like, I don't want to have to do every little step. Like, I lose, I can't take it. Like, it has to be easy and simple. I have to execute what I want to do. And all these little websites and, oh, it's so super simple. It's never super simple. You, you can't never find nothing. You, you, it's all, you know, it's super simple for niggas that got, like, computers in their brains. I'm not. I feel like I'm pretty computer savvy, but, like, you know, I'm not, like, I ain't, I ain't the fucking, you know, graphic, whatever. I ain't, I don't do the IMAX or the, or the CGI or none of that shit. I know what I want it to look like. I didn't want to do it. So, finally, I did it. Um, shout out to Chris Created. He's let me give him his proper at because he did an awesome job. He is on Twitter at Chris Created on Twitter. He um he uh did a website where I just wanted something real simple, real plain. I ain't want a whole lot of bells and whistles. Just something. If somebody says I have a website, yes, I do. So I have a website. It's thanksforasking.co, not .com. Apparently, .co is the new hot shit because they're running out of coms. So um. If you subscribe there, 
All the episodes are uploaded. All my tweets are uploaded. I got a YouTube page that I'm going to start building. I always had the YouTube page. I just didn't mess around with it too much. I never really told nobody to go to it. Um, But I'm going to start doing a little bit more with that. Right now, I just have, like, random videos uploaded. But I'm going to do a little bit more with that. But the YouTube page is on there. So if you don't want to, like, go to SoundCloud or iTunes, or, of course, you can find me. You can always go to my webpage, subscribe, and and go through there. But, um, yeah, it's up. All right. Hopefully I remember that at the end, but if I don't, it's at the beginning. Um, so, while we on the top of, a Cardi, <laughs> of Cardi, so apparently over the weekend, sorry, hold on, y'all. Apparently over the weekend, while Cardi was in town for the Global Citizens Festival, I guess she went to a strip club in Queens. Some kind of altercation occurred. <coughs> and Cardi had to turn herself in Monday for um, assault charges. So she went in looking like a bag of money, just dressed like you supposed, look, listen, do you remember when Naomi Campbell showed up for her last day of community service, dressed like she was on the runway? Cardi went to, went to court dressed like a superstar. She looked like a Caucasian criminal coming out free of all charges. Sorry, choking a little bit. So, um, I read the, um, <coughs> so when we read it, when it came out, everybody jumped on the internet. You know, Cardi has some, it's this small, but they're a small, dedicated band of haters. And I just wish y'all would give it up. It's like hating on the sun. It's like, you look ridiculous. You sound ridiculous. Everybody likes her. I don't know why you don't like her. She's charismatic as hell, and her story is great. And, you know, she's a star. So, um, she, uh, everybody, oh, why is she fighting off an offset? Or which one she go with? Offset, right? Yeah. Why is she fighting over here? Why don't she... First of all, first of all, I don't think... I wasn't in the club. I don't think Cardi ever was fighting off an offset. Y'all see, or maybe you didn't, one of her little Brooklyn friends went online and told what happened. She said it it was... The girl did... Listen, I don't know this little gang-banging, hippity-hoppity shit these New York niggas do, but they do this gang shit. The Bloods and the Crips and all that. I don't know about it. I just know they be fighting and shit. Um... And the girl said she did something with her finger, I guess it's a gang sign or whatever. And that's what started the fight. And she was like, you know, people be fucking with Cardi because, you know, they're trying to get some money or whatever. So I never, that was the first thing about the fight, about the strip club that was supposed to be off, offset. I didn't believe that then because I just didn't believe it. And then when old girl came onto the video, I was like, okay. So I think what is happening is she, I mean, offset might be fucking these hoes. I, I don't doubt it. But I don't think that that's why she's fighting. I think she's in these, I think, in other words, I think it's old beef. Cardi is a stripper. She's from the Bronx. If you know anything about strippers, all they do is fight. All they do is have beef. So Cardi was in the strip club. She a big star now. She got a lot of money. I'm sure it's a lot of um, bitterness and ill will and a lot of bad feelings. Like I said, she got a little small, but dedicated group of haters, and I'm sure them strippers that she used to be in the clubs with that was, you know, she was saying she was gonna rap and do all this shit, was telling her she ain't gonna do shit I'm sure they probably mad now, cause she's you know who she is that's what I think all these stars is about, and the little gangbanging sh- fights are about, and the little gangbanging shit, I don't think she's fighting over Offset, I don't think she ever fought off of Offset, I don't, I just don't I never thought it was over him, it might be a bitch maybe to try her about him, but I don't really think that it's about, I don't think she's fighting about him, I, 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 don't, I didn't believe that the first time, I don't believe it the second, I thought, I was like, this is probably a situation where she was in the club, somebody was fucking with her, or somebody in the entourage, or somebody in the VIP got to fighting, and somebody said, oh, it was Cardi, Cardi told them to fight, 
So when the charges came down, that's what it that's what it was. It was like, oh, well, she ordered somebody to fight. I, I don't believe that. <laughs> I don't believe it. Old girl said Cardi don't control her. And if you know New York niggas, when they decide they want to fight in the club, they want to fight in the club, especially hood niggas. So I don't think so I think that's what that was about. I don't think it never had nothing to do with that nigga. But anyway, she went to court, got a her lawyer's a Jew, he gonna chew up all the charges, he chewed him down to misdemeanor, and she walked out looking like a superstar, and hopefully took herself back to Atlanta, or wherever she going to next, um, but I just wanted to mention it, cause it was, <laughs> it was fantastic, and then whoever, whichever one of y'all turned the picture into black and white, so she would look like civil rights, <laughs> that joint was funny, <laughs> um, alright y'all, so yeah, I really don't know how long it's gonna be, cause we don't have too much more, uh, topics, but, I just wanted to give a quick, um, I, I meant to do this last week, but I forgot, and I know some of you have probably already seen it, but there's a couple new shows on Netflix that, um, some that are good, some that are not, but one that is really, really good and really enjoyable and really, um, you should check out is Quincy, Quincy Jones, um, Rashida Jones did a, a documentary about her father, and it's on Netflix, and it's really, really good, like, Quincy Jones, like, I, I knew Quincy Jones, I mean, he's Quincy Jones, but he's one of the people where he's done so much, you forget the stuff he's done, like, I forgot that he did the color purple, like, I knew, but I forgot, you know what I mean, like, he has done so much, I forgot that he's the one to put Oprah in, I forgot that he's the, I forgot, like, color purple, I think about Oprah, and I think about Steven Spielberg, and Whoopi, totally forgot Quincy Jones did that, The Wiz, I knew he did it, but I forgot, you know what I mean, like, I knew that was Quincy, but I forgot, when I think of Quincy, I think of Thriller, Michael Jackson and Thriller, I know he's done all this other stuff, I had no idea that he's, I mean, yeah, I didn't really know he started out scoring music, like, he started out scoring music for movies, which, you know, I get, back then was considered, like, I don't know, whenever, it's funny, like, whenever we watch this stuff about America in, like, the 40s and the 50s, it's like, you realize how stupid white people are, and I mean, they're still stupid, but you realize just how stupid they are, and how stupid racism is, and how stupid this country is, because they were saying how Quincy wanted to break out of just doing music scores, and he had to go to Paris to study under, like, some lady that, like, taught, like, all the greats, and because people in America were like, well, I don't know, can a black guy do movie music? Like, what are you talking about? First of all, we gave y'all everything. We gave y'all all the culture. We get, like, it's just it's just so dumb. What do you mean, can a black guy score music? music? Like, you sound stupid. Um, and so, it's just really good. Like, it goes to his life. Tells about his mother, who was a schizophrenic, which I did not know. Um, who terrorized the family, which I did not know, um, and just his life, and like, I, did, I didn't know he had all those wives, they was all white women, he loved them a white women, but I didn't know he had all those wives, I didn't know he had all those kids, I thought, he, I knew Rashida and Kadada. he got all these other kids, daughters by these other women, I had no idea, but I will say, you can tell, I've said this before, you can tell a man, a man that's, you know, a player, or not even a player, just a man that's a ladies man, you can tell when men really, really like and enjoy the company of women, and just, you know, like women, and those that are, you know, not, by the way that they speak about them, and Quincy talked about all his wives, he had so many wives, and ended up divorcing all of them, but there was no bitterness, there was no this bitch that, that bitch that, you could tell, you know, that he really loved all those women, and that, the, and the, and that they came, the marriages came to the ends for different reasons, usually because he was working, and his career took paramount, and, and you know, he just, he didn't put the time in it, he said that, but it was no, like, 
there was no bitterness, there was no, like, he went through each relationship, told how he felt, how they, you know, loved the person, and then it failed, I think the longest one was the one with Rashida and Kadada's mom, who was, um, Peggy Limpton, who was a model, and an actress, um, he went through that, but it was just, just, it was just refreshing to have this man who's had this life and this, uh, you know, experience, just tell it in the way it was told, it was very well, Rashida Jones, it is done well, it was really done really well, it's pacing is great, the, um, story being told is great, um, you know, it's just really good, he's great, you know, it's really good, so I, I, I suggest it, um, on Netflix. Alright, so let's get to what we really came here to talk about, which was the season finale for Insecure. I told y'all last week, I think I'm over Insecure, and I'm, I'm saying that again this week, I watched the season finale, cause shit, I watched the whole, the whole series, might as well watch the season finale, and um, I was gonna say a lot more about it, but that Vulture interview, uh, there was a Vulture article written today about this third season, and it was like, you know, I was saying, it's, you know, Insecure, was, it's, it's not a terrible show, but this season wasn't that great, and what she says in there is what I've been trying to say about Insecure, like, you know, we, I thought the show was gonna be something else, and that's fine, if the show's not what, you know, it's not gonna be a girlfriend, it's not gonna be a living single, that's fine, if it wants to be young and restless, or I don't know what it wants to be, that's fine, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be interested in that, and I thought the show was doing really well, like, I thought the season was doing really well, until the episode that brought Lawrence back, I thought it took a huge step back with that, because it was like, and I, listen, I, my personal opinion, I feel like it was a reaction to, to social media, because I read the article that said that Lawrence was gone, that story had wrapped up, and that he was not going to be on the show anymore, and, and we even read the show about he got the role of Top Gun, and he was gone, so, I, you know, I don't think it was a surprise, I don't think they did that to trick anybody, I think that they brought him back to, as a response to social media and this Lawrence Hive or whatever, look, the, the Lawrence Hive is, is not your core audience, I know they loud, but it's like a, a few dudes who are stuck on Lawrence, and it's like, I don't want to see it on the show, like, I, like, you were moving on, you had, I thought it was a nice closure where she went through the scene with the person she thought she was going to be with, she ended up being with, he left, he closed the door, boom, that should have been end of it, wipe your hands, we never, move on, we never should have saw Lawrence again, I thought this season was going great because that's what it was, it's like, okay, she, she ended up with Daniel, Daniel wasn't working out, she met this new guy, she's getting back on her feet, and she's moving on, and she's moving to her 30s, and she's trying to figure it out, and I was excited about that, and Molly going through her stuff, and we were seeing them, and then, you know, they go, one of the best episodes ever, when they go to Coachella, and then we walk into the store, here go, oh, here go Lawrence, and I was just like, no, like, come on, why are you dragging the show back to that, why? What, and the article stated it perfectly, which is what I'm trying to say, what purpose does he have on the show, he has no purpose, you, you're not with him, you close the door on it, you moved on, why are you bringing him back, I think it's for social media, because there's no reason to bring him back, why is he there, what purpose does he serve, he, why do we, 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 I don't care about him, who he's dating, and I think it's real whack that Issa finally found a mentor that, you know, can help her out to do what she wants to do, and she's, now she's gonna be dating Lawrence, like, little shit like that, like, 
what are you, what is the show gonna be like? Are y'all trying to be young and the restless? Like why? Like I don't like that. Like let's see Issa blossom with this mentor and and do what she wants to do and build her business. Let's see that. I don't want to see it complicated by this relationship. I don't care about Lawrence. Why is he on the show? Why is he a main character? Why the show is a half an hour? They give like 15, 20 minutes to. I don't. I don't want to see it. I don't get his purpose. When we started out, that was the relationship she was in. It broke up. Now she's turning 30 and she's still the back and forth with this nigga. And if they're going to be friends, that's fine. But we don't need to see him every week popping in. And, like, I don't want to see it. So everything is said in that article at the show, I agree with. It's like, are we progressing or what are we doing? Or are we just re- responding to social media? Because I don't think that's, I think that's a recipe for failure. Because, you know, I, I think the people who really are watching Insecure or who are fans of Issa, are not watching it for Lawrence, like, I, his character's terrible, and everybody's stuck on this, he's a good guy, he's not a good guy, I don't know why y'all say that, I don't know why the bar is on the floor, Lawrence is self-absorbed, selfish, he's 30 years old, talking about he wants a woman without baggage, he got all the baggage in the world, and even his father, like, I just, I can't, like, I don't, you know, the thing with Tasha, like, the whole, I, I just... I was over it, I just, I was over it, I thought it went on too long, I didn't think we needed to see Lawrence pass the season where he left, came to apologize and left, I didn't think we needed to see him after that, um, so this next season with this shit, with his dating, that means he's gonna be a character, like I said, like, okay, if it's just a thing where, you know, they're acknowledging that as soon as you get your life together, as soon as you step in and doing right stuff, an ex always pops up, and if that's what it was, and Issa was like, yeah, okay, you know, yeah, I'm cool, and, and got, if the point of him showing up was to show that, yes, Issa really was over him and was gonna move on, then I was like, cool, but it's like, y'all trying to keep him in the story, and it's, it's I don't, I'm not here for it, but, you know, I said my piece, but what I really want to discuss is my girl Molly, ride or die Molly, y'all been dragging Molly since the show started, calling her asshole, calling her all this, calling her all that, look, Molly is a lawyer, she reminds me of a lot of lawyers that I know, um, Nathan, who turns out did ghost Issa, I thought maybe something would be up, I was rooting for him, and he did ghost her, Molly did the right thing by sending Nathan away, because niggas want to do what they want to do, and then you want to pop back in on my fucking birthday and throw all this shit in my lap. You've been done. You've been going for thirty goddamn days. You gonna come back on her birthday and tell her all this? Oh, I feel sick. Which y'all interpret? Y'all interpreted what Nathan said as he had mental issues. I did not hear him say that. I don't know if that's what he's trying to allude to, but that ain't what he said. Number one and number two, I don't really believe Nathan. I'm not sure what's up with Nathan, but I don't. I think he's shady. I didn't think it. After, I don't think he was in jail, but I I think he's shady. Like I don't think he's. Um, telling the truth, because I don't think he was in Houston, because number one, I think Rosario Dawson, um, his roommate, would have said, when when Molly and and Issa came to his house, would have said, he's out of town, which, you know, like, oh, he's out of town, like, what what are you doing, I feel like he would have said it, like, that's not telling business that he's out of town, right, um, his laptop was there, I, I, you know, he's posting pictures and doing haircuts, I just don't, I don't believe him, but no, you can't show up on my friend's birthday who you go to her, she fought, we went to your house, I went to her to do this crazy shit cause I'm, I'm ride or die Molly because we argue and we fuss and we fight but whenever Nisa need me to do some crazy shit, I'm there 
cause we friends, and we can fight about what we fight about later, but I'm ride or die, and that's why I like Molly, Molly is a good fucking friend, Molly's the friend you call, when you wanna go do some shenanigans, and she gonna tell you the whole time it's some fucking shenanigans, but she gonna be there, like I said last week, I want a girl to help me rob the bank, Molly will help you rob that bank, Molly will tell you the whole way there why this shit is dumb and, and why you, how many years you could get for getting caught robbing the bank, but she also gonna have the gloves and the bleach and everything and the DNA kit and the booties and everything you need to make sure y'all can rob this bank and get the fuck away with it and ain't nobody going to jail Molly is a ride or die and I fucks with her and I, and those are the kind of people that I like and all the other stuff, the baggage that she has, I don't care about that because she's a ride or die, and she was right, and people like, it's not her, her place, it might not have been her place, perhaps she overstepped, but she did the right thing, because Nathan wanted to come on her birthday, and drop all this, his shit, in her lap, on her day, knowing she, knowing how she is, she would have, she would have talked to him, and then she would have been moped about it all day, and her birthday would have been ruined, and she would have been whining to Molly, and Molly was like, no, you've been gone for 30 days, you can be gone for 31 more, how you gonna show up on something, you don't know, first of all, you don't know if we have plans, you don't know what we got going on, you just wanna come when you wanna come, because it's her birthday, and you think she's gonna be susceptible, and, and with your bullshit, you couldn't text, you couldn't call, you could've called her the day before, hey, listen, I know you, come on, nigga, fuck out of here with that shit, Molly did the right thing, Molly did the right thing, and Issa was mad, because Issa really wanted to see that nigga so she could just take him back, and the message you're gonna send if you let him go to Issa, you know Issa gonna give in and listen, now this nigga gonna get the message that he could pop in and out when he wants to, and you cannot, sir you cannot, so Molly did the right thing that's what friends are for, like y'all want friends, but y'all don't want friends to do friend shit, I would've did the same shit, you're not gonna manipulate my friend, you're not gonna ruin her birthday, you're not gonna do none of that and if she gotta get mad at me, then she get mad at me, but she gonna enjoy her motherfucking birthday, like fuck out of here dude, who the fuck are you, it ain't like it was her husband and no shit like that, some dude she was dating for a little bit, you ain't care enough about her to give her a text or a call or anything, And but meanwhile you call a lift and all this, that's another reason I don't believe him, talk about he depressed and y'all with the mental issue, that nigga wasn't no fucking depressed you want too depressed to call Lyft if you can get up off or whatever the fuck first of all he didn't say depressed, he said sometimes he gets sad which I think is a bunch of bullshit, but whatever y'all put mental issues on anything but let me tell you, mental issues don't mean you're not responsible for your behavior, and I hate the way y'all act like somebody, all somebody gotta say is they got mental issues and everything's supposed to be alright like y'all jumped down Drake's throat cause he had to say what he had to say about cutting, I'm like y'all know what that man did to him if he in the fucking hospital getting fixed good, good for you, get the help you need but that don't mean that I gotta let it go it's just like a crackhead, when niggas be like, oh well, you know, steal your shit and do crackhead shit, you don't be like, oh yeah, drug addicts is sickness too, you don't be like, oh well, he's a drug addict, it's okay he robbed my house and burned my house down, like nigga, you burned my house down, smoking crack, my shit is down, I don't give a fuck, you in rehab, that's good, but you burnt my shit down, and when you get out, you go, um, it's gonna be a lawsuit waiting for you, like what the fuck y'all do the same thing with mental illness it don't, are you a schizophrenic are you crazy, are you eating turds, like, you don't know where you are, like, you think I'm a demon or something like that, that's why you staying away, because other than that, I don't really want to hear about it, like, I know, mental illness is a real thing, go get the help and all that, but it doesn't excuse, you're still responsible for the things that you do to people, and I don't know why y'all think that all you gotta do is throw up mental illness, and everybody's just supposed to let everything go, Issa got anxiety, you see, she went to the nigga house, she was stressed out, cause she ain't know where you were, she knew you wasn't dead, cause again, you hit lift up, but she ain't know where you were, so, you know, why is your, your issues more important than hers, 
so, you know, I don't believe that nigga, but even if he did have depression or whatever y'all claiming, so what? You, so what? That's fine, you you couldn't get out the bed, I don't, clearly you got out the bed, clearly you was posting on social media, so if you can do that, you can send, excuse me, you can send a text, and everybody on the, on the TLs with their think pieces, you guys don't understand depression, you can still be depressed and post on Instagram, okay, then you can still be depressed and send a text, like, what are you saying? What is, what is the, what you saying right now? I don't even understand what you're talking about, you ain't making no sense, okay. If you can be depressed and still post on, excuse me, sorry, it's goddamn I'll never start choking till it's time to talk on here. If you can be goddamn depressed and be on Instagram and call back Lyft, you can be depressed and send me a goddamn text. Hey, you know, I'm I'm going through something right now. It's not you. I promise you, just bear with me. You know, I'll, I'll text you when I get back. I'll talk. I'll talk. Tell you all about it. We will talk about it. But you know, I'm just I'm having. I'm going through some shit right now. You ain't got to say I'm going through some shit right now. I hit you when I'm done boom, then she would've knew, oh, okay, this nigga going through some shit, you couldn't even do that, so, eh, whatever on Nathan, and I was rooting for Nathan, but, like, now I'm like, eh, you know, nah, dude, like, you, you listen, you going for 30 days with no word, you might as well just stay gone, I don't want to hear nothing, you, you didn't, you, like I said, you didn't care, you didn't care enough last week to give me a heads up, and that's a communication, that tells me that you don't give a fuck, or that you think that you should be able to just dip out for 30 days and pop back up, and everything gonna be alright, not, not, not me maybe another girl, go get you one of these pick me's, I'm not pressed like that, and Issa is pressed like that though, and Molly knew that, and that's why Molly did what she did, she did the right thing um, Molly was being an asshole about, you know the block party and all that, and Molly at work you know, I don't really feel the same about, I mean, so I see both sides of it, because I, typically as a lawyer, I understand, those people are probably at that law firm, because they don't want, they probably also left big law, big law firms are full of white people, and pettiness, and passive aggressiveness, and just a bunch of stupid shit for no reason, and that's why a lot of black people are not in big law firms, because we don't want to put up with that shit, like, nigga, we done came up out the ghettos, or wherever we came from, middle class, wherever we came from, the struggle to get to these little fancy schools, y'all calling us AA, and underqualified the whole time, like, we have to work really hard to get what we are, and we have to be better than you do, to get the same things that you do, and so we, once we do all that, and we get to these, you know, fancy jobs, we just ain't got time for the bullshit, like, we just, t- we not, we not going through the bullshit, so, those lawyers are at that firm, most likely because they don't want to do that shit, so the little cutthroat, you know, competitive stuff that Molly is doing that you get from big law, I can appreciate them, like girl, listen we don't do that here, we not here for that, but at the same time, it's still a law firm, and y'all can you know, say what you want to, but the way that you get ahead in, 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 in a law firm or professional forces like that, is you have to, you gotta put your balls on the table okay, and Molly is trying to put, because if you don't, if you don't put your balls on the table, if you don't push, if you don't stand up for yourself, then they're not gonna, you know, they're not gonna fire you, they'll say, oh, you're doing a good job, and they'll give you, you know, your pay raises or whatever, but you'll be an associate forever, just like Molly said, you will be an associate forever, then you'll be a senior associate forever, I got people I went to school with, been lawyers eight, nine, ten years, still associates, nothing wrong with that, but, you know, if you want to get heads, you do got to put your balls on the table, so Molly was trying to put her balls on the table, and I honestly, I didn't think, I, I, I didn't think what she did was super shady, because it's not like she went behind the dude's back, she was talking to, she told dude that she would do it, 
since he couldn't do it. She told him on the phone. It's not like she just, you know, lied and said, oh, you know, he, I don't know, he fell off the cliff. I don't know what happened. I'll just pick up. She didn't do that. She was like, well, since he's not here, I'll take over. I didn't think that, I mean, I get it. Like, she, I don't think she stabbed him in the back, but I get, you know, why he'd be upset. It's because, damn, girl, you know, like, Willie wasn't necessarily, I told you I could do, like, you could have just waited. You know, we could have both shined. I get it. I get the other side, but I just don't think Molly's as fuck. I don't think Molly is, is, she might be going about what she's doing the wrong way, but I don't think that she's wrong. Like, I don't think she's being an asshole with trying to get ahead because that's the way you get ahead in these firms. It really is. And she did come in, you know, dragging them a little bit. So I get how they feel, you know, I get it. We came to this law firm because we ain't want to do all the shit you're trying to do here, girl. Like, calm down, relax. It ain't that serious. You know, we all trying to get ahead, but we could do, get ahead together just as easy as being cutthroat. I get it. I know. I get it. But what my, the way what I'm trying to say is the way Molly is behaving and the way Molly is acting, it's not as it's not as out of blue as y'all think, or it's not as crazy as y'all think. Like that's actually light work for what goes on, the fact that she told him on, what they'll do at a big firm is, they'll lie and say something, it's like, they never talked to you, they don't know what happened, you know, y'all are working together, and the next thing you just cut off communication, and, and, and drop the ball, and so I had to take over the project, like, that's how they'll do it, they won't, they won't do what Molly did, and be like, alright, well look, I can do it, you know, she was just trying to, she was trying to differentiate herself, she could have done it differently, but that's what she was trying to do, she was trying to stand out, and that's what you do in law firms, you, you, get, you try to stand out, so, you know, I, I get, I get the reaction, but I, I didn't think she was super wrong, and I, and I just always think, I just like Molly, I don't think Molly is this terrible person, like y'all say, I think she, like a lot of us, has solutions for other people's problems, but not her own, but that's, that's a problem a lot of people have, and, you know, a lot of people that way, I give my friends great advice, I, I, because I can, when it's not your situation, you can see it clearly, or not even that you can see, because I can see my shit clearly, but I'm not, it's not me, so I'm not in the way, you know what I'm saying, like, I'm not doing me on my situation, which I see clearly, you know what I'm saying, it's your situation, I'm not, I, I can't fuck that up, I can tell you, this, 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 my, it's a lot of people like that, so people are like, oh, well, she can't solve her own problem, it's a lot of people like that, it doesn't mean that what she's doing, the advice she's giving other people is not correct, a lot of people give really good advice to their friends, and they hold, and they life be, be in shambles, like, it happens, because you can see other people's shit clearly, your shit you might can see clearly, but you get in your own way, and Molly is one of the ones, that situation with Dro, she wanted it to be one way, she thought it was one way, it's the other, she got, it's not like the situation was ever unclear to her, she just got her own way, because she wanted it to be one way, it was the other, same thing with um the bisexual dude, she wants it to be one way, it's the other, and I also think she's a little homophobic, but I think that's on purpose, I think that, that's written, Issa's not a dummy, and I think she's aware of, you know, this straight black women, and this homophobia that they have, I'm sure she's aware of it, and um, I think that the character's written that way on purpose, to show, look, this how y'all be acting, this how y'all sound, this how y'all look, crazy, Molly, you like that guy, and y'all was clicking, and you found out he was bisexual, and now you got an issue with it, and a lot of y'all are like that, um, and that guy is cute, oh, I for, actually, I forgot, when he rolled up, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that guy, that guy was cute, oh, and also there's an issue that he works at Enterprise, he's not like a professional, listen, I see, look, 
I get it, these professional dudes, they be lames, they be squares, nobody wanna fuck with them, but at the same time, like, I get it, when you, you making, you know, what lawyers make, and you gotta do that enterprise that's making a third of that, I'm not gonna tell somebody that they got to be comfortable with that, because it's, it's, you know, things that come with that, like, (laughs) you know, I'm not gonna tell nobody they gotta be cool with that, I'm not gonna say that he can't be a good guy, but like, y'all people act like finances and stuff like that don't matter, and it really does, like, you know, I can't, what if I want to quit and, 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 and pursue a passion or, you know, something like that, I can't because we're relying on my salary, which is like three, four times what you make, so you know, I, I, I get that, but I think it's more about her being homophobic, but um, but see the way he rolled back up in the scene like, I don't mind them having these issues with relationships but be ancillary, like don't give them whole storylines like he pops in, we knew who he was Kelly's boyfriend's with, like we Tiffany, we barely see Tiffany's husband like we see him in relation to her that's cool, I don't want to spend 20, 15, 20 minutes on what Tiffany's husband does all day you know what I mean, like that's and that's that's what I'm saying about this Lawrence thing like why, 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 why um yeah, so what else happened in the episode, Kelly needs more time Kelly never gets the proper screen time that she should. Um, I would love to give her fifth, Lawrence's fifteen minutes to her. It would be a much better show because we don't really know a lot about her. We know she's an accountant, and we know she she you know rolls through niggas. But like we don't really like the whole situation with her and Tiffany. I didn't know. Did y'all know until the shower that they were like back you know day ones like that? I didn't know that. I thought they were just uh, uh, they had met as grown ups, and I thought Issa and Molly were the only ones with day ones like that. I didn't know they went back that far. Like that story, that would be nice to see you know what I mean, like, more of that and Tiffany, like, they write her out the story, I mean, I don't know if they write her out, but like the whole storyline about now she's, show that, show how it is when one of your friends has a baby and a husband and starts to peel off, you know what I mean, show that storyline that is much more interesting to me than this back and forth with Lawrence, and whoever Lawrence is dating, and Lawrence giving clap, clap to, and now fucking with Issa's mentor like, I don't, I don't want to see that um, yeah so, this season of Insecure, like, I I don't, I hated the, I didn't like the finale, I didn't like the thing with the mentor, because that means, number one, Lawrence is going to be back, and number two, it's going to be this drama, and I don't want to see that, I really just want to see, like, I don't want to see Issa having tension, or just being awkward with this woman, who's a good mentor, and looks like she can be really, you know, friendly and help Issa move her career for, for some dude, I'm just, it's turning into Chase Niggas dude, Chase Niggas show, and that ain't what I tuned in for, and I don't want to see that, but that's y'all. That's a millennial thing, and I don't understand. But I don't. I'm not watching the take Chase nigga show. Um, yeah. So I'm trying to think. What anything else happening? Insecure. Um. Oh, <laughs> Rosario Dawson. Listen, I don't know where y'all getting the light skinned dudes on this show for. Dro, from Dro was ugly. Nathan was was cute, but Dro was ugly. And this dude with this man bun and this silver jewelry. No, Molly, you don't like the cute bisexual, and you want this dude look is better bitch than you. Like, I don't know how you're going to date this dude. Well, y'all both of y'all going to have y'all wigs on the sand? Like, I don't, I, no. No, no, no. He is, first of all, you can't date nobody with a man bun, period. Especially not one still in 2018. This nigga sitting on the couch looking like Rosario Dawson with his hair all that. No, Molly, no. If you can't date the bisexual, you can't date fucking Rosario Dawson. You just cannot. Like, I don't even, it's, no. No. And I don't even think he's that cute. He's just light-skinned and a little bit Asian-looking no, maybe he had a, just no, I can't even, I was like, what is this, I've been said that from the first time, I was like, no, 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 can't, 
do it, especially not for Molly. Like maybe Kelly would date that guy. I don't even know. No, I feel like Kelly would like you know boy boys. I just I don't know. I don't see it for that guy. I don't. I don't. That whole crew. I don't know where y'all getting these light skinned dudes from. Get Daniel. I liked Daniel. Can we regular dudes like regular dudes? Where are y'all getting these dudes from? Lawrence is a fucking square, um, and like has the mentality of like a child. Like even his dad was like, "What are you talking about? You're 30 years old. Tell me you don't want no baggage." Like, what are you talking about? Um, not to mention a lot of people said um, Tasha didn't have baggage, which was true. I mean, Tasha. I don't. You know, I wasn't a fan of Tasha either, but. I thought the point of Tasha's character was to indicate to people that Lawrence is actually a fuckboy, like, I keep hearing about he's a good guy, I don't know why y'all say that, like, it's like y'all, because he's not beating her and not cheating on her, that that makes him a good guy, Lawrence was not a good guy, he, first of all, like, I've been saying, you should just let Issa have that, y'all should've just been like, you know what, you right, I wasn't doing shit, I, the relationship was falling apart, you got it, let's just start over, no, couldn't do that, fixated on her cheating, and it's like niggas talking about he got a job now, he only got a job because of Issa if she didn't fucking push him off that couch he would still be on the couch, so why can't even give you credit for that, like, like that's what I liked about the scene, I did like about that scene when they were together, and she was saying how, you know, it was hard to be on the couch she was like, but at some point, you gotta just get up and get out, just get out, and yes, that's true, because that's the difference between Issa and Lawrence, Lawrence never did that, he, she had to push him to do that, nobody had to push Issa to do that, she was like, I'm not gonna be living on nobody, I got to get up that's the difference, and that's why I can't, I don't like Lauren, he never, he never had that, like, he never did, he would just still been on that couch, so, ugh, whatever, and, and, and he also, and like, I don't know if this is really a complaint, but it is, like, it's a very heterosexual show, and I thought in the off season that I read that she was gonna add, um, I think it was Lena Waithe or some gay writers to the show, I can't tell, it's very heterosexual, and I get it, I mean, I know Issa's not a lesbian, but I mean, it's just so tired, like, y'all stories are so boring, the shit y'all do is so boring, and so stereotypical, and it's like, can we just spice it up, like, give her brother a boyfriend, something, just a new angle, something that's different, something that's interesting, like, these niggas y'all be chasing are just so meh, they're so meh, and just, uh, so, yeah, Insecure, um, I don't know about next season, I said it on the DVR, it's already said, and I just have to watch it when I see it, when I see it, you know, or maybe I'll, I'm, I'm not for another season of that, um, alright y'all, so I told y'all this episode would be kind of short, and it is, but I do have some Genghis kicks for y'all, that I'm gonna post, um, the Off-White Blazers came out, which, you know, I'm not super crazy about, but, um, I'll post them, I mean, they okay, but I think they off-white, I just think they off-white it too much, like, I think that first round of off-whites was all that was needed now they're putting off-white on everything I just don't think it's necessary, I think that first right of, round of Nikes was dope y'all doing the most now I still want the 90, Air Max 90 off-whites, anybody want to cash app me $600 because I just can't pay it for myself, but maybe for Christmas, maybe I'll get it for Christmas um yeah, so I'll put them up, oh, and there's some, I got some more Cortezes for the, I, I, I know I said I was gonna pick more women's shoes, and I tried, but like, like I told y'all, just wear the men's, the men's shoes are fly, like, it's the women's shoes, like, some of the women's shoes be dope, but for the most part, they not, they putting wedge heels on them, and zippers, and all this stupid shit on them, so just like, wear the men's, but if it's some fly ones for women, I will put them up, um, 
Yeah, so that'll be on Genghis Kicks. So once again, I have a webpage. It's thanksforasking.co. Go to it, subscribe. All my episodes are there. Um, all my tweets are there. Um, uh, my YouTube page is there. Everything is there. So thank y'all for listening. I, y'all tweeting me on the TL, telling me y'all like to show y'all adding me, y'all rating me. Please can you do that? Tell your friends, retweet me. Thanks so much. I appreciate y'all. Um, listening and liking it and telling, you know, adding people and telling them, you know, I'm your favorite. I see y'all. I appreciate y'all. Um, and I like y'all too. All right. See y'all next week. Peace.